This is the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, Episode 3. Today's topic, getting to know essential oils and a list of 10 basic essential oils to get you started in aromatherapy. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me today here at the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. My name is Liz Fulcher. I am your host, and today's Thanksgiving in the United States. I live in Pennsylvania, and if you are celebrating Thanksgiving today, I really hope that you're in a place that is warm and happy and safe and that you're with people that you love. I know I am. This is a pre-recorded show, so I'm, I'm with my family. Today also unofficially marks the beginning of the holiday season. The day from sort of Thanksgiving right through till New Year's Day, I would consider the holiday season. And it can be a very stressful time for a lot of people. There's a lot going on. A lot is expected of us. We tend to expect a lot of ourselves over the holiday season. So I wrote a blog post this week called Managing Holiday Stress with Essential Oils and Affirmations. And it gives some suggestions, tips, techniques, of course, recipes, some ways to help you soften around the holiday season so it's not quite so tense. I will put that link in today's show notes. Okay, onward and upward to today's topic, essential oils. Now, last week in episode two, I shared proper blending dilutions because I want you to make safe aromatherapy products and I want you to make products that are effective. So if you go back to episode two, all the information is there for making the proper, using the proper dilutions to make products. So today I'm going to talk about probably the most important component of those products and that is essential oils. That's why we're here. Essential oils are the cornerstone of true aromatherapy. I use the word true aromatherapy intentionally If you are using fragrance oils, if you're using perfumes, if you're using anything other than a pure essential oil, it's not aromatherapy. So let's just get that out right in front. In today's episode, I'm going to cover three specific points related to essential oils. What is an essential oil is point number one. Why do we use essential oil? Point number two. And then for point number three, I'm going to give you a list of 10 best essential oils to get you started with aromatherapy. I'm not going to go into too much detail about each one because I'm keeping this episode a little bit shorter because it's a holiday weekend. If you are a veteran aromatherapist, someone with a lot of years of experience, this is really basic information. However, I invite you to stick around and listen anyway, and I'll tell you why. Those of us that have been practicing aromatherapy for a lot of years sometimes forget what it's like to have a beginner's mind. So if you are working with people who are inexperienced with essential oils, if you are teaching people who know nothing about essential oils, it's always good to go back to beginner mind. What was it like when you were first starting? Okay, number one, what is an essential oil? Well, 
In a nutshell, an essential oil is a liquid compound that's formed inside a plant, and it's the part of the plant that gives it its signature fragrance. A good example of that is peppermint. Well, that familiar fresh minty aroma comes from the essential oil in the plant. If you were to look at a peppermint leaf under the microscope, you'd see hundreds of fat, juicy sacs full of liquid. Well, those sacs are glands, and the liquid is essential oil. So let's just take a moment to use our imaginations. So close your eyes for a second, and unless you're driving. If you're driving, good Lord, keep your eyes open. So imagine now that you have a peppermint leaf between your thumb and your first two fingers. Gently crush that peppermint leaf. And now imagine the aroma that's left on your hands. That, my friends, is essential oil that you just squeezed directly from the glands in the leaf. So just try to imagine the peppermint plant without its beautiful minty aroma. It would just be another unremarkable weed in the garden. I have a really cool resource for you that you're going to love. It's an article that was published by the American Botanical Council a couple of years ago. I don't remember when it was, but it's a while back. The article is called A Closer Look, Secretory Structures of Aromatic and Medicinal Plants. It's a really good article. I recommend you take the time to read it. But what I really want you to take a look at are the photographs. They have taken highly magnified microscopic pictures of the the glands in the plant full of essential oil. They will blow you away. They're really great pictures. It does deepen your relationship to essential oils when you actually see them sitting in situ, you know, right in the plants where they're born. You can see, uh, let's see, they have clary sage, clove, chamomile, oregano, lavender, and and yes, yes, even our friend peppermint. So I'll put that link in the show notes, and I invite you to go and have a look at it. It's a great article, and the pictures are superb. Okay, that was point number one, what are essential oils? So now point number two, why do we use essential oils? What are their benefits? Well, first of all, I'll tell you why we use essential oils, because they rock. Essential oils are plant medicine. They're not just valuable for the plants, they're also valuable for us. They have a ton of therapeutic properties. I'm getting excited, can you tell? <clears throat> they Essential oils can be Uh, Let me see. I'll just pull a few out of my hat here. Anti-inflammatory. Analgesic. Central oils are good for pain. They affect the central nervous system. So they'd be really good for bringing you up when you feel down, for stress relief, for um, immune support. They're good for skin care. Awesome for skin care. In fact, the two body systems that have the greatest affinity with essential oils are the skin and the respiratory system because there is a direct interface with essential oils. So this time of year, bring out your essential oils to support your respiratory system. Sinuses, lungs, all that stuff. Essential oils will address so many things that uh, you don't even need to think about taking medicine. Of course, and they're super for emotional balance. And that really, that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Another cool thing about essential oils is they're all antibacterial. 
And that makes them a really good addition if you're making your own home cleaning products. Essential oils are a superb addition. I'm probably going to do an episode just on green cleaning and making your own cleaning products for home. It's something I'm really passionate about. Imagine having this remarkable plant medicine at your disposal that smells good, that can make you feel better, that can reduce pain, that can help heal wounds. I'm so grateful for essential oils. They are an amazing gift from Mother Nature. Okay, and now the moment you've all been waiting for. The list of 10 essential oils I recommend for your starting aromatherapy collection are lavender, tea tree, peppermint, orange, cedarwood, and that would be Virginia cedarwood, eucalyptus, frankincense, Roman chamomile, rosemary, and vetiver. It was hard to narrow my choices down to just 10 oils. So I'll tell you what my criteria was for these oils. Number one, I wanted a broad selection of different plant parts. So we have flowers, lavender, Roman chamomile are flowers. We have leaves, tea tree, peppermint, rosemary, are leaves. I'm just glancing at them. Oh, and eucalyptus. Um, orange is a citrus. I thought it'd be nice for you to experience a citrus. Cedar wood is a heartwood. It comes from the wood of the tree. Frankincense is a resin. Vetiver is a root. There are other, uh, there are seeds and so forth out there. I do not include those in this list. I, um, I think this is good. This is a good beginning list. It also is a list with a lot of versatility. So these 10 essential oils would be fabulous for addressing a lot of different physical and emotional discomforts. The other thing is that all of these essential oils are really quite safe. They still need to be diluted. Listen to last week's episode to understand why. But there aren't any that have a lot of real dangerous side effects or consequences of of using too much. The dilutions for how much essential oil to use for different age groups and with different carriers, again, last week's episode, that's episode two. So you would go to aromaticwisdominstitute.com slash 002 to hear that. So now I'm going to go through each one of these top 10 essential oils and just tell you a little bit about each one. In the show notes, I have each one listed with some uh, resources where you can go and and read more about the essential oils. Uh, Some of them are within my own website and um, some are outside the website. Okay, lavender. I started with lavender because if you want to start with just one essential oil, it should be this one. It has so many applications. It almost seems like a panacea. If you don't know what to use, get the lavender. It's very safe for the skin. It's best known for addressing burns. That's its most famous um, property. But it's good for any skin concerns because it's so safe. And kids love it. It's calming. It's good for headaches, pains. It's good for insomnia, for just general relaxation. And again, it's a really good oil to use with children. The second oil on the list is tea tree. Now, my husband, he's a wild guy. He has a school for primitive skills and outdoor survival. He's pretty hardcore. And for years, my friends have encouraged him to apply 
to be on the TV show Survivor. And I've always said that if he was accepted, I would insist that he take a gallon of tea tree with him because it is so antiseptic for topical wounds and cuts and scrapes and everything imaginable that can happen in the woods. Tea tree is my go-to oil absolutely for anything that has to do with sinuses. So steam inhalation with tea tree, fabulous if you feel you're getting a sinus infection. The next oil on the list is peppermint, which is my go-to oil for nausea. Motion sickness, anytime you just have an upset stomach, it is a really wonderful oil for settling the stomach. Spearmint's actually a better choice for kids under three, but for anyone over, peppermint's great. Peppermint is refreshing, uplifting. It's a really good mental stimulant to help bring clarity and alertness. It's a nice afternoon oil, sometimes around three or three or four o'clock. I feel like I might need a coffee, but sometimes I'll just go ahead and inhale a little bit of peppermint and it's enough to kind of bring me back around. It's all really nice blended with rosemary for, for alertness. When I make homemade soft scrubs and counter sprays, I always like to add peppermint. It makes the house smell really clean. And besides ants and mice do not like peppermint. Next, we have one of my favorite essential oils, sweet orange. Orange is just plain fun. It makes you happy. Just smelling it makes you feel cheerful. Children love it. It's a really nice essential oil to add in a diffuser. It always makes the room smell good. It's one that I tend to use quite a bit here in the winter because in North North America, it gets really kind of dark and cold and not a lot of sunshine. So I will often use orange in the wintertime just to pick up my mood. And one of the really outstanding properties of sweet orange essential oil is that it is not phototoxic. There are many cold-pressed citrus oils, which you have to be very careful going out into the sun after you've applied them to the skin. And that's not true for orange. It's real skin safe when your skin is exposed to the sun and it has orange oil on it. Next, we have a nice calming grounding oil, and that is cedarwood. It is really good for the skin. It's um, an oil that I would use perhaps in acne skin. It helps stimulate the respiratory system. So it really ni it's really nice in a chest rub to help relieve congestion or fight infection. It is insect repellent. It also is mildly diuretic, if that is something you need to be aware of. It is expectorant and mucolytic. helps break down mucus. I also love the earthy grounding quality that cedarwood exudes. If you are feeling overwhelmed and your head is just too full of information, taking a moment to pause and use a little bit of cedarwood oil, just inhale it from a tissue and take a deep breath and bring yourself back to center. It's a great oil for that. The next oil on our top 10 list is eucalyptus, specifically eucalyptus globulus. This has a real camphoraceous and stimulating aroma. It's your classic cold and flu remedy. It is awesome in a steam inhalation. You can use it in a diffuser. It's also good just as a prevention. You can diffuse it in the home to help prevent airborne bacteria from making people sick. It helps break down mucus and it's just overall cleansing for the respiratory system. Now the next oil on the list is very special. Uh, the sacred resin called frankincense. It has a whole lot of connections to divinity and has a lot of story behind it that makes it very sacred. The aroma is exquisite. It supports meditation. It helps to deepen the breath. It is an essential oil that I like to use on someone who has asthma. 
it opens up the airways and assists you in having a deeper, fuller breath. The next oil on our list is the most expensive in this group. I tried to indicate oils that I thought would be economical or just wouldn't be very, very expensive for someone starting out putting together their first collection. But I had to include Roman chamomile. I have a particular weakness for Roman chamomile because it was the oil that was used on my second son at his birth. Uh, you can read the story on my blog about it called My Unusual Introduction to Aromatics, and I'll put it in the show notes. So apart from I have a personal story with Roman chamomile, and it, and uh, actually I did talk about that in episode number one. I also shared that story. The other reason I included Roman chamomile is because it is very profoundly antispasmodic. So if you have a muscle cramp, if you have menstrual cramps, any sort of uh, contractions of the of muscles, Roman chamomile is a powerful antispasmodic. It also is very sedative. So if, this is a great one if you need to sleep, um, just to help calm you down and super for insomnia. Our next oil, rosemary, is another stimulant. It's good mental and physical stimulant. I really like to use this one in the shower in the morning. So sometimes I'll just take... Um, just a blob of shower gel, uh, unscented shower gel in my hand, and I'll put in a drop of rosemary. It really wakes me up. It's great for soothing uh, aching muscles, and it's very nice to help with a tension headache, especially when blended with lavender. It also has an affinity with the respiratory system, so I will use it in blends for cold and flu. And finally, the last essential oil on our top 10 list is vetiver. I have seen it spelled with a T at the end, but generally it is does not have the T, but it's always pronounced vetiver. This is a incredibly grounding, earthy oil. This is another good overwhelm oil. Kind of smells like dirt, um, which may or may not be a good thing. I personally like the smell of dirt, especially when it first starts to rain. I like the way the earth smells. Vetivert is very sedative. It's very calming to the central nervous system. It is emotionally grounding. It is a superb oil for anxiety relief. I haven't mentioned this about any of the other oils, but it's another one that I use energetically for trust. There is, there are, there's a whole energetic vibe to the vetivert essential oil that really is great if you're having a hard time trusting the process of life, trusting the universe, trusting anything, or you feel that your faith is shaky. Vetivert is great for that. So that ends this segment of the podcast. I hope that you have learned a little bit about essential oils and that you feel clear about what they are and why we're all crazy in love with them. And as always, I like to end the podcast with my very special segment called Smell My Life. I think I'm going to have to get some jingle music for this segment. I'm going to look around for that for next time. So in the Smell My Life segment, I always share some kind of a spontaneous moment in my life from the previous week when I used essential oils in a real life situation. So this past weekend, I went on a strategic planning retreat. That doesn't sound very sexy, but it was awesome. I have a dear, dear friend whose name is Annie Michelli. I've known her for almost 20 years. She is a very dynamic life coach and a dear friend. We each have online businesses and 
we wanted to support each other last week. And so I went to her house for two days. And for two days, we had kind of a quiet retreat. We ate all good natural foods. And we worked in separate offices on our 2015 calendar for our businesses for the year. So Saturday evening after supper, I was helping her clean up and I did the dishes and wiped down the countertop. And I spontaneously said, I really have a strong urge to sprinkle some essential oil on your countertop because it's what I do at my home. After I've done the dishes and wiped things down, I sprinkle my counters with lemongrass or lemon. And I said to her, I feel like I'd like to use some Siberian fur on your counter. Is that okay with you? And she said, absolutely. I put a couple of drops on, wiped them down. She came in the room a little later and she loved the way it smelled. So I left the bottle on her, on her, um, next to her sink and told her she may have it and to use it. I would love to share with you Annie's website information. She's a life coach. Her business is called yourspiritedlife.com. Please check her out. She's a remarkable writer and a really brilliant woman and a great loving friend. I will put the link to her website also in the show notes. And that is it for episode number three. I hope you've enjoyed it and I will see you next Thursday. Bye-bye. <music>